Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had such a beautiful question come in about how do you manage to keep going with trying to hear from God when you have a miss? So in this case, this was a couple that had been dealing with infertility and then really thought they had heard a clear word that they were going to get pregnant and then that month that didn't happen. So very disappointed. And then of course you run into all of the questions about, oh my goodness, do I actually hear from God? And that becomes then almost like a bigger sense of betrayal or just like, am I a fool? Is there actually a God in the universe? And so on. So let's talk about this because I have firsthand experience with this, as do, I would suspect, most of us who walk with God. So uh, first story I will tell you was from high school when I was looking at colleges and I had had enough kind of little snippets of possibility around a particular school and I thought, okay, this is where I'm going to go. This is the right school for me, and they're going to give me the largest scholarship to make it possible for me to attend. And I just, I've read the missionary biographies, and, you know, I've had these five different signs, and they were all pretty minor, but still, like, they seemed very, very um, definitive to me. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And I got the acceptance letter, but it didn't offer me the largest scholarship. It offered me the second-tiered scholarship which was still generous, but not anywhere close to what I was wanting and needing. And so I was like, oh, well, they just sent me the wrong letter. Like, not a big deal. Uh, you know, the, the date isn't coming for another four days. So I will just look forward to four days from now when the right letter shows up. And uh, the night before, my mom came down and she said, are you prepared for the possibility that this right letter isn't going to come? And I was kind of like, I think you're a delusional person. Like, that is ridiculous. Of course, this letter is going to come. So I was completely blindsided when the letter didn't come. And I feel like that would have been probably on a Friday. And I walked through the next 24 hours kind of with this sense of being in a hurricane and having like or like a hurricane and an earthquake. Like there wasn't anywhere solid for me to see and there wasn't anywhere solid for me to stand. It just felt like everything was in upheaval. And I went to church on Sunday morning and the pastor I couldn't tell you exactly what his message was about, but in some ways I feel like it was about Moses and kind of the need to trust God even in the midst of being completely uncertain. Anyway, (laughs) it felt though like every word was specifically for me and gave me a firm place to stand in the midst of this howling madness. So even though I still didn't really have any sense of um, understanding about why the college search had played out the way it did, I at least had a sense like, okay, I'm not alone in the universe in being confused. And even if I'm confused, that doesn't mean that God isn't true. So... Okay, fast forward, then I met my husband, and he had not been engaged before, but he had been in a serious relationship with a young woman, and they had planned that when she graduated that she would move out to be near him, and then they would pursue engagement probably pretty quickly after that. And that felt like that was what the Lord was directing them both to do. They had prayed about it. 
And so when she broke up with him, he was kind of like, well, I'm sad about the girl, but I'm really sad that I can just completely biff it hearing God's voice. And okay, I could go on with other stories like these because I have a whole collection of them. I'm not going to say that that's the most healthy thing to collect. But on the other hand, it's like, well, these are actually just legitimate stories of what it looks like to follow God without full knowledge. (laughs) Um, So I guess I have a couple of thoughts about this. First of all, there's a beautiful passage. Well, I don't know if it's that beautiful, but there is a passage in the scriptures that talks about how if we pray and we are kind of viewing the prayer through our own idol, that we're not going to get a clear answer. So New Living Translation, this is Ezekiel 14.3, Son of man, these leaders have set up idols in their hearts. They have embraced things that will make them fall into sin. Why should I listen to their requests? So actually that one maybe wasn't exactly the scripture I was thinking, but it's like I was talking recently with one of our clients and he said that many of his people, he's a financial advisor, many of his people right now are making these very odd decisions. Like I need to build a $10 million house because God told me to for his glory. And there's a part where you're like, I mean, maybe that's what God said, but financially that's probably not the most prudent decision. And there's also the aspect of saying, uh, are you, are you actually hearing from God or are you hearing from God through your own lens of what you want? So uh, anyway, I say all of this because hearing from God is challenging and there's, there's issues related to how do we hear clearly? How do we hear with a pure heart? So I'm going to say for me, some of the rules of thumb or just kind of generally rules in the scriptures, when it talks about prophecy specifically in, what is it? First Corinthians chapter, somewhere in 11, 12, it wouldn't be 13, maybe 14 maybe, but it talks about when you're prophesying that prophecy is given for encouragement, edification, and comfort, not necessarily in that order. And that those might be from slightly different translations, but it's for building up of the body. And I really appreciated the kind of overall rule if you're, especially if you're new to prophecy, but you don't want to be telling people about their futures, like, oh, I can see that you're going to get married, or oh, I can see that you're going to have a child. Um, I can see that you're going to get a great job and move to another city. These kinds of pronouncements are not helpful and probably veer a little bit on the side of fortune telling, honestly. So encouragement, edification, and comfort, those are much more about identity, who you are in Christ and how he sees you. And then you kind of move forward in that. And so in terms of hearing from God, I'm not going to say that we don't ever have a sense or kind of a, a like, oh, here's what the Lord is doing. Um, but the uh, it is interesting to say, well, we actually have, uh, this is, it's kind of like, I think just kind of a good rule of thumb to say, just let, let the Lord be the one who goes before and guides and directs. And, 
And if you're dealing with some of these life questions, it's possible that the Lord is going to give you a heads up. And I think that at times he does. And I will say I have, uh, one of my friends was telling me at one point, she's very prophetic. And she said, I was, I once was praying and all of a sudden I was telling this woman that she was going to get married and she was going to move to another city as a missionary. And, and she was like, I was kind of horrified because I, I know the rules, right? Like I, I know that's not really what you're supposed to do, but it, it came out of my mouth and, And I said, and then did those things actually come to pass? And she's like, oh, absolutely. So it does happen. But in general, I think it's, it's just kind of like a good, um, a good safeguard maybe to say, I am going to stick with more statements of identity and comfort and trust that I actually can hear God clearly about that. And and for the kind of other life questions, pregnancy, marriage, those sorts of things, just say, I will walk that out with Jesus and he has me in his hands. And so, yeah, in retrospect, I think that probably would have been better for both myself in my college search and for my husband in his um, relationship that the for both of them, it was like the Lord is going to be guiding and directing us into the next step of life. So Lord, I do ask that we would be wise in how we hear from you and that we would be attentive to your voice. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.